Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by The Caring Place with centers in Miami and Broward, and we are known as Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers at our different campuses, but overall, we are called The Caring Place. We have been serving the homeless and the hungry for 100 years. In fact, this is our centennial year. I'm Marilyn Brummett, uh, one of your hosts. Many times you hear also my husband uh, open up Mission Possible, Reverend Ronald Brummett. But I am here uh, today to just bring forth to you all the great news, the great information the wonderful interviews. Leanne is here today. She's going to be doing interviews with community uh, leaders and community uh, just volunteers, people that are making a difference out there in the community. And I also interview someone that is going through our programs and let them tell their story. Well, where are we? This is July uh, 31st. And uh, we are already thinking about kids going back to school. We've been in the midst of our back-to-school drive. We've been doing that for weeks now. We're a little more than halfway with getting all the things that we need. We'll be giving away all these supplies on August the 13th. Uh, to our children, and we already know because uh, we have sign-ups of those uh, families that we know are homeless or at risk. And so we already know the families uh, we'll be giving to. And so we know that right now we have over 800 children, um, and we know that kind of increases as it gets closer to August 13th. So it'll be up to, I'm going to say, 1,000 children that we'll be giving new sneakers, uh, new backpacks, new school supplies. And a lot of times people say, wow, you even give new sneakers? Yes, this started many years ago, over 10 years ago. Uh, we started uh, determining that these children really needed more than just their backpacks and school supplies. They needed new sneakers. And I remember that first year, it was really hard to get the new sneakers. We really worked in the years afterwards. But, you know, when you begin to see the smiles on the children's faces when they open up that box, we used to call it Christmas in July. And that's when we gave the new sneakers. But now it's just kind of morphed into the back-to-school time. And so we still do it. The kids are still excited being able to not only get a new backpack, new school supplies, but new sneakers as well. Now, how do we do it? Well, that's where you come in, uh, the community. We ask the community to do new sneaker drives, and so we have – a kind of a list of all the uh, different sizes that we need. 
And if you would like to know more about maybe we're lacking certain sizes right now and need more of, uh, you can talk to my team, Leanne, Melissa. Uh, they are there uh, in the background putting this all together with their team and their volunteers. So I'll give you a couple ways. Go to um, either call 305-572-2000 or go to the web landing page caringplace.org slash back to school. Now that landing page actually allows you to give a financial donation or we have a special Amazon link and you can actually on that Amazon link you can select school supplies and pay for it and it'll be drop shipped directly to us. I think it that's an amazing way to do it. It makes it easy for everybody. And if you just need to talk to someone, call that number, 305-572-2000. 305-572-2000. It's an easy number to remember. Give us a call, and we are really going to tell you exactly what the needs are. And we would be so grateful for anything that you're able to do. Give one pair of sneakers, um, collect 10 um, a hundred, uh, that would be awesome. So we do have different organizations that are helping. We're a little bit more than halfway of what we need, uh, but we still need the help with that. Now, also, I like to always let you know what's coming up. I want you to put something on your calendar. I'm giving you a special invitation. Marilyn Brummett, my husband, Reverend Ronald Brummett, we want to invite you to our I Care. 100 year anniversary of the caring place uh gala and it's going to be held on october the 15th it's going to be held at the signature grand in davie we want you to come this is going to be a super super gala hundreds of people are coming and we're going to have a walk through history in time. You're, be, you're going to be able to come in and actually see what the mission looked like back in 1922. It started under a tent. Can you believe that? And uh, you'll see all those old tiny pictures and how, how the mission uh, at that time was serving the community. It was one of the very first social agencies that was out there in Miami-Dade. Then over the years in 1992, it expanded into Broward. So this is the year that we're celebrating 100 years, and we're going to be casting a vision of the future. Uh, we don't believe in stagnation. We believe in growth. And as God enables us and as the funds come in, and where does that come from? That really comes from uh, our listeners. Uh, on the radio, it comes from all of our donors that uh, have known us over the years and our new people that are coming to know us. And, uh, yes, we're so grateful for those donations. And we pray many times we're on our knees praying, God, please bring in the funding so we can continue this ministry. So I would, I'm inviting you right now to the gala. The tickets are $200. Uh, per person and how do you get them also we need sponsorships you can give us a, a sponsorship all the way from a hundred thousand dollars all the way down to two thousand five hundred 
and then you get some tickets that come along with that and tables. So go to caringplace.org slash gala. That's caringplace.org slash gala. Now, do you remember uh, the one, the website to go to for the back to school? Let me just throw that out to you one more time. That is caringplace.org slash back to school. So both of those landing pages help you go directly to a page that talks directly about that. Now, if you just want to see what we're all about and go to our main website, go to caringplace.org. Um, that's there, and you can click on to a lot of different things and, and really see what the Caring Place does. You know, we care. We care about people. We care about the hungry. We care about uh, the abuse, we care about the homeless, we, we care about at-risk families. Yes, we are here put uh, in this ministry, we believe, to care for many, many people. Don't go away because we have many interviews coming up. And uh, Leanne's going to be talking to community leaders and volunteers and giving their story of what, why they care so much and coming alongside of the caring place. So you, you want to hear those stories because that's there to encourage you. And also, also, I hope and pray that you will want to come alongside if you haven't already. And then I'm going to be interviewing someone that's going to give their testimony of life change. So I'm asking you right now, we're going to go to a short break, but please don't turn us off. We'll be back in just a moment with more Mission Possible. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. The hunger was very, very bad. When I walked into the mission, I was feeling destroyed. I was feeling like this was a do or die, like they say. And they, they walked me straight into the dining area, and, you know, I had hope coming left. The minute I walked into the program, I don't know, something, I felt something in my body just take off. I actually cried. I never used to pray. When I came in here, I prayed. I started praying that my kids would talk to me one day. And I got new life. I got my family back and my kids. You know, like I say, I speak to them mostly every day. And Dad, and God bless you, Dad. We're very proud of you. And um, that has given me more hope, more, more faith to continue doing the right thing. And I feel great. I feel great. I feel great, great, great. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10 Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to CaringPlace.org slash meals. That's CaringPlace.org. This is Jared Sand. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for The Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited we have today in the studio with us, uh, Noemi Prado. She is a singer, an actress, a model, a generous, wonderful, beautiful, kind person. Noemi, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, thank you so much, Leanne. It's an honor for me to stay here with you. I'm so happy. Oh, me too. You know, I, I had the opportunity to see you at the conference that we have uh, with 
Girlfriends for Girlfriends. Uh, this is a wonderful group of women volunteers at the Caring Place. And this wonderful group of women did a conference. Uh, they do it every year, right? And you were very generous to let them play one of your songs, right? And I was there. I was at the conference. And that was, I mean, it was a very beautiful conference, but you were the highlight for me. I mean, Aww. what a beautiful song. Thank you. Um, you are beautiful in Aww. person, so it's wonderful to meet you. Thank you for allowing us. Uh, it was an honor. Was th- an thank honor. you. This was a conference that they called Tea, um, tea with God, right? And it, it was really special. And, and I know you came to us because Carla, our wonderful case manager, <laughs> she, she's a sweetheart, and, yes. and she actually talked to us about you. And, and so thank you again for doing that, right? I mean, it was a beautiful conference, your beautiful song. I loved it. Tell me about Noemi. Tell me about you. I was born in Spain, in Barcelona, and I am a person, I love Jesus so much, I love God, I love my family, I love music, that is something that uh, uh, I love to do, and it's a gift from God, I I didn't choose it, and He, God chose it for me, and for, I I was working as a singer, uh, actress, model, voiceover, I was doing a voiceover for uh, Shopkins, uh, Netflix in Spain. Wow. And <laughs> that's me. That's me. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and you know what? Thank you. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Obviously, being a ministry, a faith-based organization, I mean, to us, it's really important to connect uh, with individuals in the community that have that same passion that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And and you could tell. I mean, this song, tell me about that song. I mean, it touched me in such a beautiful way. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. That is my desire. When I was writing that song, I think was the hardest song for me because I was trying to explain what is God for me and I had situations in my life that make me do that God I I don't exchange you for nothing you're the first in my life and sometimes you can you can change God for fame or for money or for liars you can life just to be okay with the people and when I wrote that song and say no I'm gonna Press what it's me, who's me, and it was hard for me. It was really hard, right? That because it was in my heart. But uh, my husband, he did an amazing job. He said, uh, "You have to start this song singing flamenco because flamenco. My <laughs> mom is gypsy. Yes, my dad is a Spaniard, but my mom is gypsy, and and my roots. Yeah, usually the flamenco is all the time in my house. Was all the time, and I say." What can I do? And he told me, you can't do it. <laughs> and that's where the song starts just with flamenco. And after that, it's a mix with electronic pop. I love pop. I love electronic. And what's a, a really challenge for me? Because, uh, but, but I think the, the final part was good. And I'm so happy for that. It, it was not good. It was amazing. And again, I think everyone that was present at the conference, you know, they <laughs> felt it. They connected with you. They connected with the song. And, and again, I mean, it was, it was a very right I think right after the song we had someone um, and, and I believe it was Carla as a matter of fact who talked about the relationship between women in, in the 
the about women in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. So it was such a perfect match because we we had that beautiful song uh, that you did, and then Carla comes in and she's talking about different women in the Bible wow. and and so on and so forth. So I, I believed it was it was the perfect thing to do, right? Oh. Now, how can we find you? Because I know our listeners are one, wondering right now. Okay, Noemi Prado, where can I find that music? In Spotify, Apple Music, in your I don't know what you use, but <laughs> you can find me like Noemi Prado, N O E M I Prado, like Prada. All the time I say that, and my husband <laughs> asks, "Why you're not Prada? I look more Prada, but Prado." <laughs> and the Instagram uh, is official with one F, official Noemi Prado in Instagram and in Facebook. And thank you for your patience with my English. I'm trying to be better with that. <laughs> Listen, we we are in Miami, and uh, God knows I'm in I'm in the same place where you are. I, we have no, such you're a so good. We have such a beautiful, diverse uh, community, right, in the Miami area. So I'm sure our listeners are like, "What is she talking about? This is this is beautiful, beautiful." Thank so, you. also in YouTube, can I find it in YouTube as well? Yes. Like, okay. Noemi Prado. Because I same. I think that's what I did. I went yes. to YouTube that day because I wanted to learn more a little bit more about you. Oh. And I said, okay, let me find her. So I went to YouTube and actually I, I typed it and it came up. Right. So uh, this is how you can find Noemi. And I'm going to spell her first name once again. It's N-O-E-M-I. And Prado is P-R-A-D-O. Now, if you're driving, if you're busy and you couldn't get the information uh, for Noemi and her Instagram or her YouTube or how to spell her name, I want you to call me. I have all the information for her. I know exactly how to find her because, again, she was generous enough to go to our conference and now she's here uh, recording. So we always keep everyone's information just in case anyone who's listening didn't get it. Now, Noemi, what's next for Noemi? Are you writing more music? Yeah. Are you, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of everything, a little bit of, of everything. Right now, we're, um, we just record a new song. It's a bachata song. It's Ooh. my first bachata ever. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I think next month, uh, we're going to release that song. The name is Te Quiero. I, I wrote love that you. song. Right? Yes, I love you. And I wrote that song when I was 18. I think long time, not not really long time ago. Okay? You're very young. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so special for me because um, it's like my my God and I, yeah. and that I want to share that with the people because I want the the people connect with God, and it's like so intimacy uh, song, so personal, and I'm so excited. <laughs> so you wrote it, yes. and and now you recorded it, and yes. it's going to. To be released next month. Yes. I mean, you are the whole package, right? <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm gonna be like anxious, okay, to to for it to come out so that I can listen to it, and uh, I cannot Thank wait you. because again, you have that beautiful voice, Aww. and um, the fact that you have that connection with God, and and the fact that you're able to put that out there, right? Oh, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm only imagining the lyrics right now because te quiero means I love you, mm-hmm. right? And if you're talking about this intimacy with God, I mean, I cannot wait, right? <laughs> and and, and what else? Are you doing anything else new? Plans to go back to yes. Spain? Yes, we're, we're working in uh, my new album. Yes. And we're working on that and I have a featuring with a friend. He's living right now in Spain, but he's from Venezuela. He's really, really, really good. And he 
is a mix. He sings flamenco better than me. Can you imagine that? <laughs> and I'm so excited because of that. And um, what else? I have another future with another friend. She's Dominican, but she's living in New York. And that song is really good, too. And um, we're working in, in a lot of things because we don't want to stop doing things for God. He He's so good with us. He's our passion. We love Jesus so much. And we, we don't want to stop. I don't get to stop. I, I'm going to be say, Lynn, I have a new song. And, and I hope you like it and you can bless with those songs. I, I totally love it. Now, you know what I also like about you? You're t you talk about flamenco, uh -huh. uh, which is such a cultural thing in Spain, right? Yes. And I love flamenco. God knows. Thank you. Um, our listeners, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google it. Okay, Google <laughs> flamenco. I mean, such a beautiful, contagious, happy music, right? Then you talk about bachata, which is something, I mean, please don't don't kill me. I think it originated in Dominican Republic. I'm not 100% sure. Um, but, but if it's not, you know, it's still another style, right? Mm -hmm. So it's another style of music mm -hmm. and and then you, you're now telling me about this collaboration so Noemi I cannot wait to hear more you're very original you're very beautiful Thanks. Noemi Prado you can find her everywhere social media YouTube please search her music and like support her thank you for joining us today thank you Liam thank you so much I want to send a half for everyone God bless you you're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Trump. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and the Broward Reach Center. And Patricia McFoy, Community Development Associate for the Caring Place. Yes, <laughs> Patricia. It's such a wonderful thing to do this together. I'm so excited. Uh, we have, as always, right, we're always in the middle of planning something. And yes. right now, no, no, no difference. We're getting ready for our back-to-school event. This is going to be on August the 13th. And we are looking forward to welcoming a little bit over 500 families. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, 500 plus, 500 families plus, meaning over 800 children <laughs> registered for the back-to-school supplies and so on. And yes. these are low-income families in our community, yes. youth at risk, you know, families that otherwise uh, will go without these items. I mean, we want to make sure that every child that reaches out to us, their family, that they can go back to school and Right. We always talk about the reason why some children do not succeed in school is because they don't have everything they need in order to do so. Right. So we're right. talking about backpacks. We're talking about the school supplies. We're talking about brand new shoes. We are providing each child that will be in attendance with a brand new pair of shoes. Right. Yeah. So what is it that our listeners can help us with right now, Patricia? Absolutely. So right now we are in dire need of school supplies and backpacks. I mean, like we've mentioned earlier, we've registered over 800 children, 500 families. However, it pretty much adds up to about 800 children that is registered for um, to receive the school supplies and shoes. And um, it really, really helps. Every year that we do this, we bless the children in our community. And um, it really builds their confidence. They're more excited to go back to school, knowing that they have the proper resources that they need 
need for the school year and new clothes and new shoes. So please, if any of you um, wonderful listeners can um, help, please contact myself or Leanne Navarro. Our numbers are 305-572-2007 or 305-572-2004. Myself or Leanne will be more than happy to um, arrange to pick up the donations or to arrange for you to drop off, or you can even do it online through our website. So please, please consider to help us with that. Yes, and we are always uh, willing and happy to give you any information that you may need. We even have an Amazon link that if you call us, we can provide the Amazon link so you can send the donations directly from Amazon. So those are, I mean, there are many choices, right? There are many ways uh, that you can actually get involved. We do have a dire need right now of backpacks, okay? We are very low. We don't have enough backpacks for all the children that will be coming on the 13th. So back to school supplies, backpacks, new shoes, but the pressing need right now is backpacks. So if you're able to donate or if you're able to make a monetary donation, uh, you can always go to our website at www.caringplace.org forward slash back to school uh, if you prefer to do a monetary donation. But if you want to donate the backpacks and school supplies, you can drop them off at our centers in Miami or Hollywood. You can do it via Amazon. You can call us. Patricia and I are always happy uh, to give you the information, right? And then, of yeah. course, we have to remind you, uh, because this is something that we've been saying every single week, the gala, the Centennial Gala 100-year anniversary is coming up. But yes. Patricia, can we get more information about that? Absolutely. So this wonderful gala is our 100-year anniversary anniversary of serving the homeless community. I mean, 100 years. And we it's not only us. It is because of our community, our churches, our supporters, our donors, that we are able to pretty much uh, be able to do it for 100 years. So we are inviting the whole community, everyone, to be a part of this celebration. And, and, and as we raise funds, it is a fundraiser as well for 100 years so that we can continue to look forward to doing the work that we do um, in our community. Uh, this will take place in October, October 15th, so um, we we do have a lot of more information. If you would like to be a sponsor or sponsor a table and bring family, bring friends, bring your job, um, your organization, we would love to have you. Myself or Leanne would be more than happy to speak with you and provide you more information in regards to that on how how to sign up to be a sponsor or to sponsor a table. So Absolutely. <laughs> the excitement is, is amazing. Thank you so much for joining us today, Patricia. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for everything that you do. Well, you know, I always am very partial to this part of the program where we get to interview someone who's actually going through life change or really has come to that point in their life where they feel like God has really done something miraculous in their life. And I have with me today, Alfred. And first of all, before I say anything else, I'm going to say welcome to the program, Alfred. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, Alfred, um, let's just uh, tell everybody what did lead you to the mission. How did you get here? And just tell us from your side, your point of view. Well, I mean, you know, it's a long story, but pretty much, you know, uh, I'm going to start off in my addiction. And because my addiction was really, you know, overwhelming to me. You know, I mean, I didn't start off on the street. You know, I had a good upbringing. 
and I've had good jobs and I've had people in my life and good family. But at the point of in my early 20s, I had a void in my life. I felt empty. And when I got involved in drugs, which was uh, recreational just for fun, it it uh it opened up a door of excitement that I wasn't having and it filled a void that I had in my life and it got worse and worse. You know, it turned into a beast, an animal, you know, and uh, that was my addiction. And it drove me to the street. And in order not to, in my mind, hurt other people that I cared about, I, I distanced myself. I pushed away, you know. So did you become like a loner? Right. You know, and that and, and then I couldn't even hold jobs because my addiction was getting stronger and stronger. So all of that led me, you know, because I didn't make the decision to say, OK, I'm going to stop. So if I continue, then I kept going down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and I slid into a deep black hole that was so treacherous and it was so consuming and, you know, uh I had to face a lot of demons. So what was a a day like out there on the streets in the middle of all that? Well, I mean, you know, when I woke up, I mean, my main objective was to get high. Now, how do you do that when you don't have money? Well, uh, I was at first, basically, I did whatever I had to do, just to be honest. You know, but I got tired of going into institutions and prison and when I got tired of going a little bit I mean if we're going to be truthful a little bit of hustling a little bit maybe panhandling a little bit of uh, taking from other people that didn't belong to you exactly just all that kind of wrapped together wrapped together you know but yes and it got to the point to where um, I you know I I did a lot of time in prison over that Mm mm-hmm you know, I'm not proud of that. Now, know. that time in prison, there, you're not supposed to be on drugs during that time. So was was that a clean time or not? It was a clean time. It was a clean time, but I never surrendered my life to any any kind of higher power. So I was still, you know, I had reserv- big time reservations, you know, and when I, you know, all along, whenever I planned to get out, I was going to go right back, you know, full force. So it wasn't it wasn't the catalyst at that point to say, when I get out of here, things are going to be different. Right. And now a lot of people can't understand that. Well, you know, a lot of people can't understand. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, drugs, it's it's a spirit of bondage. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like having handcuffs Mm -hmm. on you. And if you sometimes you won't even know. Okay, we're going to come right back with the rest of your story. I know what you're trying to say is that drugs uh, kept you longer than what you wanted to be there. And uh, it just, um, you know, it it was a demon that had a hold on you. So we'll be back in just a moment for more of Alfred's story. Please, we'll only be gone in about 30 seconds. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD.
Well, I'm glad you stayed with us because we're back with Alfred. And you heard the first part of his story, how really drugs really did take him further than he wanted to go and kept him there longer than he wanted to stay. Now we're at that point. You're in prison. You're getting out. So what really led you to the mission? How did you find out about the mission? And as you said, when you were in prison, you wasn't making a decision that when I get out, I'm going to change. So how did that all bring you to the mission? Being on the street and living the street life, I knew about the Miami Rescue Mission times where I really, really, you know, I was desperate for food or for something to eat or I really, really need to take a, a bath, you know. I would go to the Miami Rescue Mission. So, But I was never earnestly ready to submit myself to what I would probably have to do to go through. What was the catalyst that made you change your mind or what brought you here to come into the program? I was what you would consider a hustler as far as I made money. I didn't have a problem making money. I could talk a fish off a fish truck. What I did with the money was the whole key. It got worse and worse and worse to the point to where I I really felt like I was going to die. You know, I was at the end of my rope. I was using, but I, I I was in slavery to it to the point to where I didn't even like using anymore. Mm, okay. I didn't enjoy it. Wow. But it Came was something to that I point. had to do. That's really far down the road then. Yeah. yeah. So what made you come into the program? I had a hernia in my testicles and I, blood was everywhere. Anytime I urinate, I urinate blood. And I was really, I was in a lot of pain. And I didn't understand why I was drawn up and, and just tired. In the back of my mind, the only thing I saw was my rescue mission. So when you came in, they sent you to the clinic? I waited for three days. I laid down in front of the mission for three days. I came in on a Monday. And I laid up and I went to Jackson Hospital, got my operation. I mean, I came back strong, you know. Mm. The mission really helped me. As far as that's concerned. Now, at that point, you could have said, okay, see ya. Right. But you stayed. Why? I stayed because I started listening to the word in the chapel. Mm. And, I, you know, I was around so much positivity. And I was around the word of God. And it really started sinking in. Mm. And it touched my heart. Wow. I mean, what else can someone say? That the, the word of God, you know, the word of God says it promises not to come back void. Right. So actually it was filling the void that you had. So it wasn't coming back void. That's right. That, that's pretty amazing. That's right. So now you've been at the mission. You are really part of our upper class. So just give us a closing statement as to what you feel right now. Right now, I feel very uh, encouraged to do the will of God. Um, I, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I, I thank God when I go to bed at night, I, I give God praise. You know, my life has turned 100%. Uh, I don't have any desires to use drugs or anything like that. You know, uh, I incorporate the word of God in my life and I'll just listen to it. I have to practice it. I have to actually, you know, be a doer. You know, as long, you know, along with, you know, 
uh, reading the word and taking mm-hmm. it in and stuff like that. Well, you're part of the ministry because when you're in Alpha, you're not only just um, get to go to class and do all those things, but you're actually put to work in the ministry. And so you really right. feel a part of that. I know there's so much more to tell, Alfred, uh, but that's all the time we have. We'll have to interview you again and uh, get more of the story. I hope as you listen to these stories that your heart is touched. And know that the power of God can change people. And uh, when you see somebody who you think there is no hope, there is hope uh, with God. And so, Alfred, thank you for having the courage to share your story. And I'm going to ask the listeners to pray for you. Uh, please pray for Alfred this week coming up. Uh, continue to work in his life. Pray for the other men, women, and children that all of our campuses in Hollywood and Miami as we touch people every day day and we couldn't do it without you so thank you our listeners and our supporters for helping the miami rescue mission and broward outreach centers and thank you alfred for sharing your story thank you well as i said isn't it wonderful to listen to a transformation story i never get tired of interviewing our men and women who come through our centers and hearing their story you know they come here broken hurting not knowing where to turn but that's not the end of the story and i often say there's more to the story and that more is transformation you know they may have come here to just get that meal Uh, maybe they want to shower maybe they wanted to change of clothing and so they came for that and we serve them but you know we're always letting them know that there is more here Uh, If they would like to enroll into one of the life-changing programs, we have a regeneration program that is just amazing. Uh, Many, many, many years ago, my husband actually wrote that program, and uh, they go through uh, amazing weeks of study. They go to our education center, and then they actually take the classes of regeneration, which actually they study about addictions and they under, uh, understand about the brain and what happens to it when we take um, certain types of drugs. And if that's not their issue, maybe it's not drugs. Maybe it is something else. But, you know, sometimes we get ourselves into a pattern and that pattern is a wrong pattern and we just keep recycling through it. We need to break out of that. All of us have had habits in our lives where we have had to say, you know something, I need something different in my life, and I need to be around people that can help me. And so as our men and women come to our centers and as they go through our regeneration programs, that's where you really see the the life change is uh, when they do that. They came for the food, yes. They came for the shelter, yes. They came for the clothing, yes. They came for the hygiene, yes. But there's so much more, and we're able to do that because of our wonderful wonderful partners like you who are listening. Don't forget to help us with our back-to-school drive as we are getting ready to take care of homeless and at-risk children, uh, hundreds that we'll, uh, we'll be taking care of on August the 13th, so we still have some time that you can help. You can do a drive, new sneakers, new backpacks, new school supplies. If you want to give a financial donation so we buy it or you want to use our Amazon link, uh, you can do that or just organize your own drive. 
uh, go to caringplace.org slash back to school. That's caringplace.org slash back to school. And don't forget the gala. You know, I, I threw that out there October 15th. You know, it's not too early to be talking about that. I would really like you to come. I'd love to see you there. If I haven't met you, this would be a great time for you to uh, meet us and we meet you. My husband and I, Reverend Ronald Brummett and Marilyn Brummett, I really love to see people face to face. Give them a hug. Give them a great handshake and say thank you, thank you for your help. And if you want to do that and you want to go, because I'm inviting you right now, go to caringplace.org slash gala. That's caringplace.org slash gala. Well, once again, I thank Leanne for being here with me today and and all the interviews that she did and um, our wonderful testimony. And thank you, the listener, for listening to Mission Possible, the good news program. We'll be back every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. for more Mission Possible, the good news program, right here on WIOD. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. The hunger was very, very bad. When I walked into the mission, I was feeling destroyed. I was feeling like this was a do or die, like they say. And they, they walked me straight into the dining area. And, you know, I had hope coming left. The minute I walked into the program, I don't know, something, I felt something in my body just take off. I actually cried. I never used to pray. When I came in here, I prayed. I started praying that my kids would talk to me one day. And I got new life. I got my family back. And my kids, you know, like I said, I speak to them mostly every day. And Dad, and God bless you, Dad. We're very proud of you. And um, that has given me more hope, more, more faith to continue doing the right thing. And I feel great. I feel great. I feel great, great, great. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org.